Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Seven Resorts in Seven Nights, Seven Days series that we have been doing. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined today by my good friends, Mr. Charles Boda. Hello. Mr. Tyler Kraft. Hi, everyone. And our associate producer, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Hello. And today we're going to be talking about uh, Port Orleans Riverside. Um, we stayed at both uh, Riverside and French Quarter, so we're getting an interesting perspective on on both of those resorts. Um, uh, Charles uh, stayed for uh, at Riverside for our review night. I did. But uh, Tyler has been there all week. He's in from out of town, obviously, and I put him up o- over at Riverside. So Tyler actually can talk about, like, you know, an extended experience. Yeah. He refused to let me bunk with him. Oh, that's not true. Don't even <laughs> lie to the, f- don't even lie to the folks. <laughs> um, now, uh, as I've mentioned in some of the other ones with some of these resorts, we went ahead and we did online check in with others. We didn't, that was to kind of compare those experiences. What was the check-in process like versus what was the, you know, uh, uh, the online check-in like how convenient was it? This was one of the resorts where we did not do online check-in. And um, for me, uh, I had just done all-star movies and had a wonderful experience to check-in, really engaging cast members. Um, the next day, uh, I was at Riverside to do this review, and it was a, a slightly different experience. Um, I will not say that anyone was rude, or even unprofessional. Um, I will just say that they, none of the cast members I interacted with acted like they were happy to be there and could have cared less if I was. Um, you know, check-in was, that, was, was how that kind of, that was the tone that, set, that started the day. Um, the woman who checked us in was very efficient, but she never cracked a smile once during the entire thing. Did she ever? I think I even like texted you. This woman has all the charm of a nervous breakdown. Yeah, um, I, I think if you had given her two coins, she would have ferried you down the river sticks instead of checking your head. Uh, again, not rude, but she was there to check me in, and that was it. And mm-hmm. there was not going to be any unnecessary conversation. And I, you know, I wasn't sure if I was being checked in or disciplined. Um, you know, it was like, I don't know, it was weird. Um, certainly didn't start off this day uh, particularly well mm-hmm. uh, for me. Uh, when I got in, I, I flew in from California. And, <laughs> and boy, were his arms tired. Oh, dang. <laughs> uh, and I went to Disney Springs and I saw Rhino that night and everything. So it was like, um, I didn't get into the hotel till probably about... Mm, 1230 or something like that and I actually had a similar experience you did granted it was very late and you know you're you're probably not you know with the lobby being incredibly quiet you're probably not going to be like the bouncy person at, at 1230 at night I guess but I had a similar experience where it was she checked me in just the way she should you know but just no smile you know yeah. and you know it wasn't it was fine but just nothing I checked into a hotel. You know, yeah. it was there was nothing about it. 
Yeah, and um, that set the tone for the rest of the cast member experiences I had during uh, my time at the resort. It's nobody was rude. Nobody, like, I had no situation where it was, like, anger-inspiring or anything. But there definitely wasn't that extra effort. There was no extra magic. You know, like, uh, everybody was very matter-of-fact, very professional. Um, and I kind of... You know, I want a little something extra from Disney more than professional, you know, whether it's like checking in or whether I'm grabbing a coffee or paying for my food or something like that. Just a little like, hey, how you doing? Now, I know it's kind of hypocritical for a guy with this face when he's happy to talk about how people should throw on <laughs> throw, throw on a smile. I'm, I'm spending money. But the thing is, I also would be a terrible cast member. So, like, I do want to see that for, like, um, or just a little engagement, just the occasional question here or there, you know, stuff you get from some of the resorts. And I did not see any of that, you know. Um, everything yeah. was handled correctly. I don't have any complaints, but... You know, there was nothing, there wasn't that thing, you know? And and that's, you know, especially we're talking about, you know, we've been, as we've been doing these, we're, we're mentioning, you know, what the price we paid for the room was. Um, and uh, we did three moderate resorts as part of this, uh, part of this week's experience. Uh, Coronado Springs, Port Orleans, French Quarter, and Riverside. And by far, uh, Riverside was the most expensive. It was 152 a night at Coronado. It was 178 I believe it was, I said it was. Yeah. At French Quarter, uh, two hundred eight twenty-five uh, for the night here at Port Orleans Riverside, and again getting the Florida Residence Spring into twenty eighteen offer. And just a reminder that with any of these reviews, we pay publicly prevailing rates. It's available to the general public. We take advantage of it, but we don't use like travel agent rates or comps or anything like that. We want to be able to review these things, paying what people would generally pay to do it. Because that's an important part of determining whether something is a value for me or not. How much am I paying for it? And am I getting uh, what it's what it's worth? Um, so, but, you know, let's talk about in terms of value, the most important thing really at the end of the day is the room. Mm-hmm. And how good was the room? What were your thoughts? I, it was not my favorite. Um, it wasn't uncomfortable or anything like that. The theming... You know, it's it's this antebellum South rural kind of thing. So you know, I remember it's and this is one of the newly uh, rehabbed rooms, yeah. um, um, which I I thought it was very nice. I thought it was the room itself. I didn't stay yeah. there, but I, I thought the room itself aesthetically was very nice. It was well maintained. I partic- I didn't particularly like the aesthetics. I like parts of it, like under the the sink and countertop, you had like an antique washboard and like things look like they're made out of packing crates and stuff, old like wooden crates. And I like those. The bed frames kind of look like they were put together out of unfinished sticks. And the bathroom mirrors also had that, which I I didn't think was the, uh, I I thought it was a swing and a miss aesthetically. And it didn't really make me feel as homey. That being said, that's a personal choice, though. So it, there wasn't any standout, but I've liked other resorts' rooms better that I've seen. And, um, you know, contrasting it with its sister resort, um, I I did like – I did feel a little more comfortable in the French Quarter aspect since, you know. But Now, Rhino, you were also over there with us. What were your thoughts on the room? Um, I, I thought I, – I liked the idea that it had the little pull-down – I don't know if that technically qualifies as a Murphy bed, but like the cot kind of thing where it was like normally a bench. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then there's like the TV that was mounted on the wall above it. And um, I actually really enjoyed that under that mount, they had its own little separate panel that was like a HDMI in the red, yellow 
uh, white cord cables that you could. So if you had a, um, <clears throat> I don't know, so, you know, whatever DVD player, switch, whatever you want to try and plug it in there, you could try. That was pretty cool because um, they didn't have that at uh, Pop Century. And um, I mean, I liked that the curtain that you pulled across the room had like the pictures of like sugar, flour, uh, mm. salt, all that sort of stuff on it. Um, I I had once years ago, like in 2007 or 2008, been in these rooms. I think they used to be pirate themed, right? Or something. Um, no, I think the pirate rooms were over at uh, French Quarter or uh, uh, Crib. Or Caribbean Beach? Oh, yeah, Caribbean maybe, Beach. Maybe yeah. I'm getting it confused. I thought I'd been in here before, and I also had an issue with the bed frames too, but that mm-hmm. that could have been the other one. But, um, I mean, I thought it was – I again, I didn't stay there, but I, I, I enjoyed the aesthetics of it all. I, 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 I thought um, a family of five, you're probably going to be a little squeezed in, but, you know, when you got five, you don't want to get the whole but extra again, room. You is, know what I mean? That, this that is, was a good deal. This is one of the resorts where you can sleep five people. Yeah. yeah. Um, you've got two. Uh, they were – were they queen size or doubles? Mm. They're, I think they're queens. queens? Two yeah. queen beds and uh, that this pull-down bed. Yeah. Uh, so technically, you can sleep five people. Again, the size of the room, it's around 300 yeah. square feet, mm. is going to be a little tight. The yeah. luggage is going to be tough. but yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the fifth person for that little Murphy bed part is going a to kid. be a kid. Yeah. 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 Or my mother. Yes. Um, <laughs> my mother could fit comfortably on that. Um <clears throat> What about the experience at the resort for, you know, I want to ask specifically you two, because mm-hmm. you stayed there that one night. You've been there all week. You were mm-hmm. there all week. Um, you know, what was it? What, what was your takeaway from the experience there? The resort itself, I, I really, really liked the plant life, walking around the different trees and bushes and stuff like it's that. beautifully landscaped. It, it really is. Walking around there is very fun. I also like the fact that just about every building, there's a pool nearly immediately outside of it, a smaller quiet pool. They have a main one on that old man island thing mm-hmm. in the in the center. But then each building is has like a, a smaller, quieter pool directly around it, which I really liked. It was a little cold while we were there, so I didn't get a chance to hop in. But I did check them all out, and they all looked clean and well-maintained and everything and, and nice places to hang out. So um, I thought it was... You know, for as crowded as it was, I thought it still managed to capture kind of a quaint, quiet aspect to it that you wouldn't expect for for a place that honestly is. At times, it was pretty packed there, but you don't notice it as much the way it's designed with the the looping kind of walkways and the absorbs the, the trees it absorbs the, its crowds quite yeah. well. It, it really does, and it you know it I guess it covers the grains covers up the grand scope of it with the way it's designed these little twists and turns that all have you know these big trees the most of which you will not find normally in florida so that's that that was kind of cool for me but i thought it it just looked really cool it it had a very nice vibe to it 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 does and i I think of all the resorts at disney world this is the one i enjoy walking around the most because it is so picturesque it is so relaxing and you know brilliantly themed you know this uh, the this resort in particular is really an example of Disney Imagineers at the very best. Yeah. Well, that's um, one of the things that's so impressive, too, is you can kind of say, like, oh, this this resort is themed around a swampland. And you go, ooh, I don't know about that. But then when you get there, you're like, oh, no, this is picturesque and beautiful. Yeah. Like, this is, like, that's what Disney does amazing is they can take just any situation and, and turn it into a beautiful thing. And, you know, I, I kind of like the shipyard kind of um, 
vibe that mm-hmm. the rooms have going, exactly. even though I did appreciate the French Quarter room a little bit better, I think. But I think the other thing to note, even though we didn't stay in any of the rooms, is they have like the uh, the princess rooms, too, at, at Riverside. And I stayed there a couple of years ago, and those rooms are really fun. Because you're a pretty princess. Oh, well, it was more for Katrina, but I... <laughs> But they actually did have Katrina a lot of... Katrina being his, his girlfriend. Yeah, but they actually did have a lot of fun touches in there, like the... Um, <laughs> The um the uh the, the bad sink. touches or good touches. <laughs> Everybody started laughing and now y'all threw me off. I, th- I thought he was gonna say Katrina was your stage name. That's yeah, right. I started giggling in my head. I stayed there for for Katrina. <laughs> Katrina's his his alter ego. Wow, wow, that Sorry. that makes me a very complicated human being. Um, but I was gonna say like the the sink. It looks like the genie's lamp, and they oh. even have. They even have the dog from Beauty and the Beast, because if you remember, the dog is an ottoman, so they have the dog from Beauty and the Beast is in your room. You know, the carpet actually has the carpet from Aladdin on it, so those are there's a lot of fun things in that room that we really enjoyed, that if, you're, if you really want to stay at Riverside, but you do not like that shipyard atmosphere, you can always try and stay in the, in the royalty suites, too, so... Although the um, I might not have it might not have been my favorite thing the shipyard aesthetic inside the rooms but outside of the rooms when um, when you go to the the you know their food court what's it the river Sasagula yeah Sasagula no that's French Quarter no yeah you're right uh, uh, river no River Roost is the bar. Now I'm trying to remember what it's the, another uh, river name. It's like River Run, but anyway, it's the big yeah. riverboat looking one with the yeah. giant water wheel. Giant water, water wheel. wheel. Yeah, yeah. And coming outside and walking around and seeing that, and daytime and nighttime are two different perspectives too. Like I, I liked it walking around during the day, and then I'd forgotten it was there, and I was just randomly taking a walk at night. I turn a bend, and all of a sudden there is that that whole riverboat aesthetic with the bridges that go over. Mm-hmm. And it's really it is picturesque. Ever like every corner you turn is picturesque the riverside mill there we go thank you craig on google well and that's a good segue into the food court Mm -hmm. um i was there for a lunch the day that we did it um and wasn't awful but certainly wasn't the best i'd experienced that week it was kind of underwhelming Mm. Mm. um i ate there i guess three times lunch dinner and then breakfast i didn't have a bad experience I I tried to do three separate things. So, you know, for for dinner when none of you guys were around, um, I ended up getting like their build your own pasta bar, and I expected it to be underwhelming. Surprisingly, decent flavor, decent amount of food for for the money. I, I want to say it was like you know like somewhere in the range of eleven to thirteen dollars for the dinner. Um, you know, like pick one pasta, pick a sauce, pick a protein. I think I got like sausage and pesto because I'm a weirdo. But like it was absolutely delicious. Sounds it was good. It, yeah, it was very filling. And then the next day for breakfast I ended up getting an omelet from the build your own omelet bar coincidentally in the same place. And it was good and it was filling and I really enjoyed it. I mean I won't say I was wowed, but for the money I spent, I definitely got my value, and I had a three for three as far as at least being satisfied with what I'd spent. You know? Yeah, my, I, I ended up getting one of their specialty burgers with with that just basically had a bunch of extra meat piled on top, and mm. I thought it was a really good value, and it was really tasty for me. I, it was probably my favorite specialty burger of the week, so, well, with the exception of one of them, but yeah. anyway... 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> nothing will ever yeah. top. Yeah, that. yeah. One thing, but one thing I will say about that food court though is over in the corner where during the day lunch and dinner they do the build your own pasta thing and pizza, and in the mornings they do a build your own omelet and then like omelet sides kind of thing. Is on one side of that kiosk you order, and on the other side you pick your food up. But where you pick your food up, people are ordering for something else. So. Both of those are very stressful and confusing. The food was good, but the way they have it managed and operated, the cast members have no idea whether you're waiting on something you've already ordered or whether you're ordering something new for the first time. And it's so there's this, it just, it's very uncomfortable and there becomes this weird tension where everybody doesn't know which way to go when everybody's cutting around each other. That could be done differently. The food was still great, though. That I, that's just one thing to keep in mind. I'm know. curious about um, the crowd size because when we went for lunch that day, it was pretty empty in there. How was the the dinner breakfast crowd? Oh, it filled up. Yeah, um, yeah. Dinner, yeah. We had a late lunch. Yeah, um, we had a, we had a late lunch, and it wasn't too crowded. Um, dinner was pretty crowded. Yeah, I want to say getting in there and choosing my pasta and everything like that i it had to be 15 minutes before 8 or 20 minutes before 8 um in the morning it was also significantly crowded but things kind of went by lickety split and i was able to find a place really easy mm-hmm. so the, i maybe because i don't know maybe most people breakfast options aren't as complicated people yeah. generally know what they want something involving eggs and some kind of fried dough or whatever uh breakfast ran quicker so it was a little more convenient, a little easy, but it was packed for lunch or for dinner, and it was packed for breakfast. Yeah, I think so. breakfast is generally the busiest time at most of the food courts yeah. At, yeah. These, at these resorts, just for the simple reason that everybody's going to have breakfast at the hotel before they head out to yeah. the um, to the parks for the day. So there's there's another thing that they do, which I only, I caught this. You know, the the one night I was there, they were showing uh, Beauty and the Beast. And their movies under the stars or, or whatever thing that they do out there. Um, and you can actually see it from their old man aisle thing, that, that center thing. You can see it, and I kind of just walked my way around to it. But in you know where the big plantation homes are, right in the field, in the courtyard, they're just playing Beauty and the Beast. And it wasn't really that crowded with as crowded as that area is. You know, there were like a few families and people would sit and watch it for a little bit and come and go. But they do that every single night there. Um, different movies. So you've got, you know, like Lilo and Stitch, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, you know, just your general Disney cartoon classics kind of thing. And, you know, when I, I read it as an event thing, I was like, eh, that's all right. I'll probably walk by and see that at some point. When I actually walked up and saw it, I was like, wow, this is just the most relaxing thing I've ever seen. Mm. Everybody just looked really happy and enjoying themselves. And, you know, like that. It's been a long time since I've done that, that, you know, like open air movie showing picnic kind of deal. And if you've been at the park for a long time and you just want to relax, but you still want some entertainment for your kids or something like that with a cool night air, that is a great thing that is, you know, within a very short walk as far as entertainment's concerned. It sets a really nice vibe. And that is just one of the little things I noticed that they do that I didn't expect to like as much, but when I did it, I was just going to walk around, take a couple photos. I actually stopped and watched a significant portion of the movie just because, like, it was really nice out. You know? mm-hmm. Rhino, what about you? What were your thoughts uh, being there that day? Um, I, I mean, I agree with what you guys said about the walking around it is very, it, it's very cool. And I like how, um, this, it kind of shifts where you're at. So like you, you talked about, um, the, the, uh, trees and stuff like that and the foliage. And it really feels like 
I honestly got that vibe where I was like, this could be somebody's house in, you know, in mm-hmm. like, you talked about like a swampland or something like that. Like it, 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 no, I wouldn't even say swampland. I would just say in a wooded area. Like it felt like, oh, here's, here's an old friend's house and they're going to come out and come play, you know? And then there's like, um, the, the other side that's like the mansions and stuff. And it all, it just kind of shifts. It tells a story as you go around. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, we hit it on like, what was a perfect weather day. I feel like it was a little cool, but I really feel like that led to not a lot of people being it was around gorgeous. outside. Yeah, yeah. I, one of my favorite spots actually is that bar that's out there by the pool by uh, muddy muddy rivers. Muddy rivers. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually found that to be very relaxing, even if you're not a, a drinker. Because Pete, you tried some of the non-alcoholic options mm-hmm. that they had. Um, one that you did not care for, and one that you like. But um, I thought that I, I like it's just off to the to the side of the pool, just enough where I don't feel creepy sitting there at the pool <laughs> bar if I don't have a kid or like there, because that's not how I felt about the other resort. And I will say that of the cast members I interacted with, um, the one that really did have personality and was really friendly was the bartender. Yes. yes. He was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was great. Yeah. And speaking of that whole, speaking of the whole pool area and everything, that whole island is kind of one of the best parts of yeah. Riverside to me is like the old man island that you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, where you've got the pool there that it kind of has... You know, the water, it has a waterfall coming down into it, and then you got the pool bar off to the side, and even there's a couple hammocks and everything that you can go relax in. And then we didn't get to do it because they close at 145, but you can even do fishing over there. So you can do fishing mm-hmm. right in a little watering hole, and, and it, it the, the, the island is, is really neat. Yeah. And this story so. creeps me out, though. So there's a plaque with a story on it. It sounds creepy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just to remind everybody, uh, with all of these... Um, we're, we're talking about our experience there in this show, but we're also putting up an a, a accompanying vlog that we did. Uh, we recorded uh, while we were there at the resort. So please be sure to check that out, go into more detail on the food court and kind of really get a good look at the room and what mm-hmm. we thought of the room and um, all that good stuff. So be sure to check those out as well. Um, and with uh, resorts like Port Orleans uh, Riverside, um, and uh, 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 Coronado Springs, they also have sit-down restaurants. Uh, there's the Boathouse mm-hmm. at uh, Riverside and... Boat uh, Rights. Boat Rights, I'm sorry. Yeah, boat yeah. Rights at uh, Riverside and uh, the Maya Grill over at Coronado Springs. We're going to be putting up separate reviews of those as well. We haven't done them yet at the point that we record this, so I can't really talk about them. <laughs> um, <laughs> because we didn't get a chance to do them the day we were there. We're kind of having to do this piecemeal this time. Because the way we've always done these in the past killed these guys. It would be literally, you know, all of us going every day for seven days and doing all our filming and all our stuff. And the with the amount of stuff that we produce now, especially coming out of the studio, it's impossible for us to do that. So we've kind of broken this up, which was a nicer pace. Mm-hmm. I was a little rough on me because I you know, six of the seven resorts I, I was there. Um, so I'm not used to getting up every morning and having to drive to the resorts and come home and do it again the next morning. But um, so, you know, we've kind of done this a little differently. But there you have our impressions of Disney's Port Orleans Riverside. We hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you again next time. Thank you so much for being with us.